Hello, all you lovely listeners. Welcome to my soaking sanctuary. Uh, seems like I took a little bit time off and um, from recording. So I'm really happy that you're joining me today. I did actually take some time off, and sometimes it's okay to take time off. And all the time, it's good to honor yourself and honor your body because we are so important to ourselves and to the world, if you really think about it. Although sometimes we might feel like we're alone, we're not. In reality, it's all a perception. And it's all of the past experiences that we let shape us. Have you heard of... um, (laughs) My mind, I'm just like so mellow right now. (laughs) Um, But if you give in to those past beliefs, then um, you'll start to believe them. So some of the things that I had talked about um, this weekend, I had a wonderful time with family and friends. And, um, and my sweetie, and a lot of it talked about quality time and relationships and just how we connect with others. And uh, as I have talked about before in my previous episodes, that in order to truly connect with others, we need to connect to ourselves first. So there's a lot of people with issues. We all have issues, whether we um, voice them or not, uh, whether they're internal or, you know, you have somebody who's championing championing you and helping support you. Um, we all need to find out what our needs are and, and really, you know, get our support team into place. One of the things that uh, I am working on rather than having goals for the year, I mean, (laughs) sorry, um, rather than having resolutions for the year, um, I continue to have ongoing goals. So one of the things I talked to um, with my transformational coach, and I'm working with her every week now about my goals. And so I set goals for professional, personal, Um, love relationships, which is friends and family, Um, and uh, health goals, um, etc. And um, one thing that I find that's really helpful is that I have accountability partners, and I set up accountability partners to help support one another. One of the persons that I have really um, gotten close to, and we just had a ball just talking about so many, you know, deep things, 
is a, a friend of mine. We, we actually went to an event this weekend where um, we went into meditation um, with the uh, Tibetan singing bowls. I hope I'm saying that correctly. I believe they're Tibetan singing bowls, the white bowls that make the beautiful sounds and um, clearing the chakras and uh, Reiki, Reiki healing, which is the energy healing. And we partook in a beautiful, amazing belly dance show. I was just like in awe wanting to go up there and pretend like I know how to <laughs> to dance. I have my own way of dancing, we all do. That's our, um, or can be, our expression. Anyway, it was a, um, a dear, lovely friend of mine who had the event, and I was so excited and happy to see her. And through everything, I was very proud of myself because in past, um, during meditation, I have fallen asleep. Well, um, Deepak Chopra says, if you fall asleep, you probably need sleep. <laughs> so, anyway, needless to say, um, when people get relaxed, sometimes they fall asleep. And um, we had several people fall asleep in the session. And I was very proud of myself that I didn't fall asleep and uh, I was awake through the whole time, just in really, I was really in peace. And what a beautiful thing, you know, to just learn how to heal um, and clear ourselves. And we could do this at any time. One of the things that my friend uh, who accompanied me, or actually we accompanied me, but we went together, um, one of the things I loved that she said was that in a normal basis or a normal day or a normal circumstance, uh, if loud noises really um, get to her, just kind of, you know, really gets in her, um, I think it causes anxiety. And so we learned how to get into our breath and get in to uh, ourselves and to find our center and to to really feel peace in that, to feel grounded. And she said that it worked and that she learned a new technique that she could, you know, do within herself. So sometimes, you know, in life we need to have guidance and then we could practice on our own, right? There's some things that we have developed on our own that we'd like to um, continue and grow and learn in, in our own way, our own, our own little uh, way of doing things. And as long as you're in alignment with who you are, who you wanna be, where you're going, and everything that you're doing, your choices, all fall into that alignment, you'll get there. So I always believe that people who are truly seeking, they will find. And so um, I really took the opportunity to break away from regular schedule to go 
I also allowed extra time in the afternoon. We got together with a third friend and um, chatted and just had, you know, really nice time. I had always watched movies and shows where um, the ladies or, you know, men, like, or even, you know, like a whole group of men and women, right? Um, there was a, um, a movie, oh my gosh, I just, I know Alden, Alan Alda is in there, old movie, um, and a group of people, they go and they go to cabin and, um, you know, a lot of stuff going on, but even my brother, they, they have like a group of friends that, um, brothers, um, they have groups friends that they always meet and they get together and their kids grow and then they have grandchildren and everything and I've always wanted that. Um, some of my friends that I've had, uh, they are so busy and they have children and um, you know they're tending to their families that we don't have a lot of time to go out and I had time to go out. <laughs> and. Um, and I didn't have like a group of people to go out with. Now I do, it's such a blessing and it really uplifts, you know, so many beautiful things in our body. So it's important to keep your social events, a social life in a balance with the rest of your life and, and keep uh, authentic to who you are. One of the things I loved was that we were able to just be our authentic self, you know, not worry about judgments or things to be T TMI, too much information, um, and just really talk openly about things that people don't normally talk about. And what I said from um, previous podcasts is that that's where we fall into trouble when we're too afraid to talk about the things that we think that we think are taboo that we think that we're it's too much that you know we're embarrassed to say or um, we're shaming ourselves it's another thing that i wanted to talk to you about is relationships you know, the, the theme that continues to come up is shaming and blaming. And sometimes we live underneath somebody else because we don't want to be shamed and we don't want to be blamed. And there are people who continuously do that. And there are people in you know organizations or groups that do that and when you're in the development of self it could be very um, frustrating and it could also be um, very confusing because you're thinking, okay, I'm thinking this one way, but this person is thinking another way. And um, especially if it's a person of prominence in your life. 
it gets very confusing. Now, if it's somebody off the street or your neighbor, <laughs> you know, somebody who's not really, uh, really ingrained, I would say, um, or interwoven into your life, um, or um, better yet, someone who's not in your inner circle, then honestly, it doesn't matter, right? Because that's just their opinion. So we need not to be easily uh, frustrated or swayed by that. However, when it comes down to people who are in your inner circle or who you feel that are in your inner circle, whether it be your father, your mother, your um, grandparent, anybody like a relative, especially a strong relative who has helped you in the past or has been in a role of responsibility for you in the past, it might be difficult to break free with your independence of self and who you are developing to be or who you have developed to be. And certain events might come up, um, such as wedding or maybe even funeral, um, new baby, uh, holiday, other things where you would get together with this person or these people who have um, run your life or given unsolicited advice or continue to judge even though you are a completely different person. And it's difficult to really stand up for yourself without feeling defensive. So then it's really a time to self-reflect because what I've learned is that if you're defensive, really look at why you're defensive about something. Most of the time, it's a trigger. It's a trigger of something that's happened in the past or the way that you've been um, treated in the past. And it may not be against that person in particular. It, it may be, but it's a possibility it's not. But regardless, it could be a trigger. Because most of the time, if you're reacting to something and you're not responding to something, that reminds me of like uh, the, one of the podcasts I talked about emergencies. You have a response team. It's not a reaction team. It's a response team. That means that they're perfectly prepared and that they respond. So even in an emergency, even in a situation where we don't expect it, you know, because that happens, life happens. We don't have control over what somebody's going to say and when they're going to say it or what they say. But we do have a control over our reaction. And when we've developed ourselves or we're in the, the mode of developing ourselves or, um, you know, we, we're reaching for that new normal, or we're even striving for that goal that we set for ourselves, you know, really stand true to that because 
who is more important to stand true to yourself not to anybody else to yourself first so see how you really feel one of the things that um i've talked to with others is just the timing of everything and not focusing on for example losing weight not focusing on losing that 20 pounds because who knows that might be an ideal naive word <laughs> that might not be your truth maybe you believe it is your truth but there's always a time for self-reflection, self-analyzing, self, uh, you know, consideration, and ease up on the self-judgment because really our soul, and if you've followed my previous podcast, our soul knows only love, does not know fear and anxiety, those are the things that come from other people. And then they're learned. And then we're conditioned. And then we don't even understand and know why we react in a certain way. It's because we have been conditioned. That had been our old normal. But since we're striving for a new normal, we really need to think about how we're responding to other people because how we respond to other people is how they're going to perceive us. How we perceive ourselves is important because that's how other people will and may perceive us. I'll give you an example. A friend of mine has um, a pocked, I think it's called pocked, P-O-C-K, skin i never noticed it <laughs> i've known her for a year i've never noticed it ever until she mentioned it that that was one of her things that she was concerned about but i saw her as her person and her personality and her beauty from within i didn't even notice that so i told her that Anybody who does see those things, you know, we all have our things, right? I don't care how much makeup or, um, you know, whatever else for men, how much you want to cover up your hair. <laughs> um, Trump comes to mind, right? Like, it just, it doesn't matter. It's how you present yourself and who you are. And uh, it doesn't, I, I don't really like to, to talk about politics and it spikes a reaction out of people. Um, but I will talk about Trump because he didn't let his hair hold him back from anything, anything. It, it wasn't about, oh my gosh, people are gonna look at my hair or uh, you know what happens if the wind blows my hair. He doesn't care. And so others may make fun or whatever, but that's just part of him. And um, 
basically he's embraced it because he's in front of the camera all the time saying whatever he wants to and <laughs> no judgment around that gotta hand it to him he didn't let that hold himself back you know about his looks about his past about the things that he says and whether it's right or wrong or anything I'm not justifying what things that he says or his belief or his, anything like that. That's not my point. My point is, is that he is his authentic self. Okay, so maybe not the best person, but in reality, um, how people say at the end of the day, it comes down to he didn't let those things hold him back. Um, Oprah, for example, she uh, was overweight or what would be considered overweight and um you know she was open about it she didn't like her name she didn't like her past in um you know her grandma grandparents um passing down to be servants and she went beyond that didn't matter what she looked like didn't matter what she um, you know, that she was a minority in, in all ways. Didn't matter what people said about her. She went beyond all of that. And now we know her as Oprah. Whether she's big Oprah or whether she's small Oprah, she's still Oprah. And she opens her heart and opens her mind. She's working with uh, Deepak Chopra for a long time now with meditation and sharing with people so they could feel good. So, uh, on, you know, on the, the other hand, if you think of other people like uh, Mother Teresa or, you know, whoever it may be, do you think that they let their looks hold them back from sharing beauty to others? Do you think they thought, oh, um, even um, Eckhart Tolle? Um, you know, does he think that he thinks, oh, you know, people are not going to like my looks. I'm not going to go on camera or, you know, people don't think about those things because they have a strong development of self. They're authentic to who they are. They have tapped into their uh, inner self, their true inner beauty and have embraced that. So no matter what they look like, they have embraced. Um, even somebody who is hugely successful, like Lady Gaga, for example, she has insecurities about her looks. And she's gorgeous, you know? But everybody has their thing. But it didn't let her stop her. She knew that she was different. She knew that she had this flamboyant um, part of her. She knew that she really didn't fit in to the norm. And she exploited that, <laughs> that um, flamboyancy, right? She exploited that in her theatrical ways. And we know her for those things. What a beauty that is. I mean, you know, even though she was insecure about her looks, um, even Barbara Streisand, 
about her nose, what does that have to do with her singing? Or about somebody who's um, open with being homosexual, what does that have to do with their singing? Zero, nothing. But, you know, people look into those things and it's up to them what they want to listen to or what they want to believe or how they want to judge. But think about the things that you judge. Think about the things that matter to you or you believe that matter to you. And think about why and what's the reality to that. You could be partaking in someone's you know, inner beauty, which is the most important thing, because they're sharing their soul with you. Doesn't matter how they look, you know? People who are dating, it doesn't matter how you look. I mean, obviously, general hygiene and um, if you fix yourself up, that's nice, but in the way of completely changing your looks, um, it's not necessary because that is showing uh, that you're not really embracing the unique beauty that you have. And when you are able to really embrace that, that unique beauty that you have, then others are able to as well. For example, I am under five feet and people are just completely shocked because I don't present myself that way. But I am little tiny, but I don't think little tiny. So people, when they meet me, they're like, oh wow, you're a lot shorter or you're a lot smaller than I expected because I don't project myself that way. I don't see myself that way. A lot of it has to do um, with my mom's attitude. I used to ask her certain things and she says, that's the way I made. So, I mean, am I, am I gonna try to be taller? Am I gonna try to be somebody else? Am I gonna try to, you know, uh, compare myself with somebody else? No, I'm not gonna do that. I am who I am. This is how I was made. She's little tiny, just like me. She was just probably a couple of inches taller than me. And um, she embraced it. And I love that about my mom. But I love that about certain people, you know, who have embraced who they are. Because that's really where your beauty shines. Whether you're a man or woman, that's where your, you know, true self comes out. And the beauty is in that true self. The reason why I talk about this and relationships is because a lot of times we think about others and what their standards are for us. More importantly, what is our standard for us? What is my standard for me? And we need to develop this for ourself, our quote-unquote self, the self that we've developed or that is developing. And if you feel like someone's manipulating or controlling or anything that makes you feel uncomfortable, you really need to detach. And sometimes it's not detaching from that person, 
but most of the time it could just be detaching from how much you disclose to that person, how much you share with that person. Maybe you're just not ready to hear something, whether it be the truth or not. Sometimes we're not ready to hear things. So we need to be very discretionary in how much we disclose. But feedback is always good, whether it could be good or bad feedback, because sometimes that gives you an idea of how you're being perceived. However, if you're not communicating to other people in an authentic way, how could they have a different perception of you? I'll give you an example. For me, for example, um, there might be people in my past who only know the old me. And the old me didn't always make the best decisions or wise decisions or was not open to um, being open <laughs> with people. And people see me now and they say, oh my gosh, I would never ever think that you were that person. Well, obviously, because you know me as me now. And how beautiful that is. But for us to show people, we, we don't need to prove to people that we're different. But in our actions and in our decisions and in our groundedness with self and trusting ourselves and loving ourselves those are the things that are really going to prove to other people or show other people or um, the way that you project yourself to other people believing in yourself and feeling grounded or even if you're not feeling grounded. Uh, learn techniques for you that are gonna work to help you feel grounded. Like we did that exercise, like we um, you know, did the, the coming into our own inner peace and learning how to do that to find our center. Um, in the event, my friend was able to channel out that anxiety and come back into center even though the sounds were really irritating or for some people it could be the cold um, for me it, it would be the heat some people and i'm sure you've heard of it get hangry and they know that 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 they know that about themselves maybe because it comes from other people but maybe they just know that they turn into something else, like the snicker diva. <laughs> that turns into a different person when they're hangry, right? Or some people get angry when they're behind the wheel. And they're a totally different person um, in person or in a different circumstance. We want to be in harmony with ourselves, come into our inner peace, and feel grounded and you do and continue to seek or if you know your techniques continue to practice them on a daily basis sometimes people say yeah I know that I know that 
but I don't always do that. Okay, that's good. That's good that you know that. Um, but find a way that you can continue. Okay, so I'll use me as an example again. My new normal was to work out five days at least, five days a week, and that insane training that I do every morning, five o'clock. I had committed to that for six weeks, and then I continued that um, for a good period of time until the holidays, and then you see me dropping off. <laughs> However, um, I really enjoyed the holidays. I understood what it did to my, um, how people talk about their circadians of the body, your rhythm, your natural rhythm. And I am getting back into doing that. Uh, I had tried to do that uh, at least once a week. Um, there was a lot of things going on at work. And I really felt drained at the end of the day and anxious at nighttime. So I learned how to meditate myself to sleep. I learned how to... Um, you know, have the rem reminders of gratefulness in the morning and a new start and a fresh day and that we always have a chance to make changes, to learn, to grow, to get into our new normal habits. And for me, my new normal habits again. And possibly there are many podcasts where you hear me say, I'm getting back into it. I'm getting back into it. So now I have written it down. Now I have scheduled it out. Now I have accountability partners. And um, for my sweetie, I said, hey, um, I know that we'll be training together for certain you know, things. And I'm also thinking about what happens if the weather's not good? Or what happens if you're not able to work out? I need to come up with a backup plan of what I'm going to do. Um, so, you know, part of it um, is his passion, which is cycling. And I said, hey, um, maybe we could do that. And uh, I really need to um, make an effort to get into a schedule and be committed and he is supporting me for my regular training every day and i'm supporting him for his class um, that he's doing every day and we've asked each other to help um, each other support in healthier eating and that doesn't need to be 100 percent all the time but it doesn't need to be 100% off all the time either. So we've agreed to at least when we're getting together have some form or fit it in some form of exercise and that we could support each other in doing it together. And um, there's a certain part where let's see where we are and um, how we're going to pace ourselves to where we need to be. And there's certain parts that said we need to be at this point, at this time, because 
I am training for a 5K run and I really want to set myself up for success. And I have um, less than eight months now to do that. And as I said, you know, for some people, they're like, what in the world? Like, that's a piece of cake. Okay. For me, it is kind of a piece of cake if I'm walking with somebody to walk the 5K. But it's not a piece of cake for me to run the 5K. So I am going to train for that. Same thing that I'm doing for my relationship with money. That's one of my goals, is to really foster a beautiful relationship with money. Not live in a world of lack, but live in a world of abundance. I've done that for myself. Now I need to learn to do that with money. That's my relationship with money. And I remember uh, my cousin, he's a financial planner. He said to treat money like, you know, like a love relationship or that it is a love relationship, like with a person. And it comes down to that. You know, when you have a beautiful relationship with money, then you're living from abundance. If you don't have a good relationship with money, then you're really not um, embracing what abundance there is and what opportunities there are for you. So um, my uh, friend that I had wonderful chat with this weekend, we talked about tapping into our inner abilities and really learning who we are so that we can generate income, extra income for ourselves. And she's even looking into how she can early retire and, um, you know, build up that relationship with money to allow her to do so. And, you know, we wonder, how do people do it? How do people, you know, afford a vacation every, every year? How do, well, you know, there's a lot of things that are in our control that we can do. And we need to learn the techniques to do them. We all can. We all can. Doesn't matter, you know, our education. It uh, doesn't matter our economical status. We believe in ourselves. We have a beautiful relationship with money. Um, or, you know, us, ourselves, our self, quote, unquote, self, right? Believe in ourself and, um, and grow. I need a transformational coach. And for some people, they don't need that. For some people, you're here with me. And I can pass on my, my goodies to you. Some people, um, you know, need to do it. Well, most people need to do it on their own. I mean, that's where really the change happens. It's not what we're fed, but it's how we receive it and what we do with it. What's our action for ourself, not for others. If you're doing it for others and you're not doing it for yourself, then you're really not connecting with yourself. Some people do it for their kids or they do it for their mom or they, 
and you could use them for inspiration, but give credit to you because you're doing it. Give credit to yourself. Be gentle to yourself. Learn the lessons. Ask yourself when you have a hard challenge or maybe even an easy challenge or unexpected challenge, what's the lesson in this? I get triggered sometimes when I talk to my BFF. So I need to learn what is the lesson in, in this? She's the only one who does that to me. But it's because she she has her own way. And um, that is what she perceives as the truth or guiding me to the truth. And it's all out of love. But, you know, there's certain things that I have developed in myself that I need to stand in my truth. And even though I don't need to argue, but I need to stand in my truth and know what's true for me. We can listen and see what's true for us. But to develop that, we need to self-reflect and see what's really true for us. Not what we like, because sometimes the truth for us is not always what we like, but it's what true, true for us. What's the right thing for us? You know, when we dress, when we go out, the way we handle ourselves, what is true for us? And so anyway, um, I, I think this is a lot about relationships and a lot about self and a lot about centeredness and our new normal. A little summary of a lot of things I've talked about in the past, but it's about asserting ourselves and communicating and embracing and allowing, allowing new things. They're old, um, they call uh, limiting beliefs. They're old beliefs. They not, might not be your belief now. And they might be holding you back. I did not realize that was holding me back and keeping me stuck was that my AC wasn't functioning. So then my heater wasn't functioning. Guess what? I was not functioning because something in my house was not working. So now that it's working, I feel like whole, <laughs> although I was always whole, but just something wasn't working. It was keeping me stuck. I didn't realize that that was really what was happening until I walked into the house today, um, you know, doing my normal routine and my, my new normal things. And, and then I go, oh my gosh, this feels good. Everything is working. I'm working. <laughs> So see what works for you and, and get back into your new normal or strive for that new normal for what is good for you. And now, not your past beliefs or things that happen and, and don't stick to your story that you tell everybody, create your own. You are your own storyteller, right? Your own, your own storyteller, but your own story writer. <laughs> You're both, really. It depends on you and um, not anybody else. Nobody else is writing your story.
Okay. Alrighty, dears. Um, I hate to leave. I am so relaxed and um, really into connecting and, and um, something with the water. It's just so healing. And I noticed my skin um, even, you know, changing because I'm not doing my detox soak. And um, I'm going to be doing the uh, float. If you, I'll tell you all about float tank tomorrow, but um, I'm gonna do float massage tonight and I'm just so overjoyed. Anyway, alrighty, will you take care of yourself? Have an awesome day. So wonderful connecting with you today. Stay grounded and find your inner peace, even if it is just for one minute and 10 deep breaths at your desk or wherever you are at the moment. There's no reason to react, but you know, take your time and see what feels good for you in order for you to respond and find what, you know, your, your inner peace, your inner balance. And um, remember that the soul only knows love. Anything else is from other things, other people. Don't give your power away to those circumstances or those people that you're giving it to on the silver platter if you let them take over you. You are in charge of you every day at all time and feel good about that. You need to get to a point, even if you don't trust yourself right now, open up to a confidant, open up to somebody who you truly trust and truly loves you and who will truly support you in the way that you need to be supported. Okay, and if it's me for now, awesome. If it's me and other people that you truly trust, awesome. But just be sure that's people in your inner circle or you create one. Okay, all right. Many blessings, peace, and grace. Live your life in with vacation eyes. All of the good stuff. High fives. Good vibes. <laughs> Everything. I wish you a wonderful, wonderful day and um, find find your peace within. Okay, all right, take care. Have, have an awesome time and I send you lots of love and good energy.